0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you've all had a fantastic week. This week's show, (laughs) I might say some things that people might not like me for, but that's okay. It's my show. It's your show, but it's my show and it's your show and my show and we all share it. But this show is all about parenting. I'm not a parent. I've never been a parent. I don't have any plans on being a parent. I chose not to follow that route. So I got, actually, this was Clarky's idea. Three of our coaches who are parents, Clarky, Bonnie, and Rob, to join me. And what we tried to do is come up with half a dozen things. Sorry, a dozen things. We tried to get 12, but we got I think we got about 12, to be honest, in the end. Things that we think should be spoken about when it comes to parenting, mixing that with fitness. Fitness, not only for yourself as a parent and some solid advice that these guys serve up. As you will see or hear in the show, Bonnie has four children and still stays in fantastic shape. So she's definitely got some good advice for parents who are struggling to make time for fitness or fit their fitness in with a number of children. The boys have got one daughter each and still manage to participate in a number of different fitness sessions a week. So some of you might be struggling on that level, others might be looking for some ideas when it comes to getting your kids into fitness different tricks and techniques that these guys may have tried failed with or tried and been successful with very eye-opening and yes i try and push a couple of buttons and sometimes they respond sometimes they don't that's why i was apologizing at the start but actually i think it's just all normal stuff that we should speak about so here we go summing up have you hit a plateau do you want to chat to someone who actually cares about you and will be committed to helping you get better at life personal training is a funny game isn't it It's not really always about the reps and sets, but more about that connection between the coach and the client. Give us a shout, winning at innerfight.com, and we will have a personal trainer reach out to you, figure out if you guys connect, and see how we can all help each other. This is episode number 784 of the Inner Fight podcast. Parenting and fitness, almost 12 things that you need to know with Jamie, Bonnie, and Rob. No matter where you are in the world, thanks a lot for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back Mm -hmm. to another episode of the show. And today I'm totally out of my depth because we're talking about something that I have no experience in. So I brought three guests. Clarky, father of- One. One, age? Uh, 23 months. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, Almost well, two. The
0: question is When do you stop going from months and you go to years? Is it uh, fair Maybe two. 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 And yeah, then it two.
1: goes from there.
0: Yeah, I think so. Then it goes to halves. Halves, okay. Oh, okay, then we go to. Hordes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Bonnie, how many have we got? Four. Four. Yeah. So some pretty good experience there. Robert, one. including yourself, two. One, <laughs> <laughs> one official. official we are talking all about parenting and fitness i think i'm not sure if it's one of the most used excuses but it's definitely quite a common excuse i've heard of people saying that i can't work out because of kids i think the best place to start is with you bonnie you've got four kids yes Various ages, and a lot of them now are a lot more self-sufficient than a 20-something month old. <laughs> I want to ask you, how many times did you use your children as an excuse not to do a workout? That's my first question.
2: Um, Not very often. Oh, really? Uh, I think when they were, I mean, obviously, there were time periods where it was more challenging or, you know, I was pregnant or yeah, just had my hands too full, but... Parenting in itself is pretty physically demanding when the kids are young. Yeah. And especially when you're just trying to keep them busy, you end up doing a lot of physical activity yourself. So I think for several years it was um, just that was enough, plus a little bit more on my own. But (laughs) even, you know, as time went on and they got older, it was always I need to do this for myself. I need to set some time for myself. So you can make some time. And a lot of yeah. times you might have to incorporate your kids with you. But um, even if it's just for a little bit, you can do it. But I do understand the challenge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so next time someone rocks up to my class and uses the kids as an excuse, I should still be nice to them.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so.
0: Clucky, did you have ideals about what you would be able to do fitness-wise, time wise when you knew Heidi was on the way did you like okay that'll happen like that that'll happen like that or i think
1: i had a game plan but that got thrown out pretty quickly <laughs> once once reality hit and to be fair obviously having a pretty understanding wife helps as well so but yeah. no it completely changes things no matter how prepared you think you might be and i didn't read any of the baby books or go to any prenatal courses all that sort of stuff leading into it mainly because of covid actually so none of it was actually happening when we were oh yeah when Jeanette was pregnant so yeah we just kind of went into it and blind and it seems to be working so far
0: (laughs) (laughs) Robert what were your thoughts going into it
3: I had grand plans huge huge plans (laughs) and none of them happened (laughs) <laughs> what were your grand plans, man? Like? Oh, you know, you, you think you'll wake up, you'll, you'll get your baby ready, you'll stick them in a running buggy, and you'll be able to go out 15, 20K, you know, and everything will be smooth sailing, and you'll be able to do that five days out of seven. But reality is, yeah. no. Everything, everything takes a lot more time. Yeah. Everything. Getting up, getting ready, getting them ready, tidying up, cleaning up, everything. Everything takes more time. Timing. Timing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't even start to think about it. <laughs> 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 you three talk for the next forty minutes. What we're trying to get to is twelve things that people should know as you three are fitness professionals, coaches, twelve things or twelve pieces of advice for parents when it comes to fitness or around fitness. Who wants to kick it off? And why twelve?
3: Where have you got 12 from? Well, because there's three of you. <laughs> <laughs> four, you of
0: four bits of advice. Because three are probably not good. Right. And then, I don't know. Okay. Cool, 12. <laughs> I thought it was quite a good try number, twelve with four people around the table. Mate, give us one and stop whinging. <laughs> uh,
3: allow more time for everything. Really? Yeah, allow more time. If you think something's going to take 20 minutes, it's going to take 30. Right. Um, so if, if you're going to be a little late to something, don't put stress on yourself to to i know you're a big stickler for time but just allow extra time to get things done
0: what can go wrong why does it why does it take this just completely sort of for my own interest why does it take more time why does stuff take more time
3: because instead of just thinking about yourself you're thinking about somebody else first and that person has their own agenda and it's usually against your agenda (laughs)
0: Sounds so if amazing. you think, yeah, like, well,
3: this morning, for example, I was getting Heidi ready to go to school and she decided it'd be a good idea to pull um, a big tub of water and coffee off the kitchen counter onto the floor. So I had to tidy that up before we left. So that took an extra 10 minutes.
0: Are you on board with this, Bonnie?
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally, right? Yes, for
2: sure.
0: What, at what stage, what's the gap? So how many children did you have, like, close together what's what's their age gap uh
2: the first three are two years apart right and then the last one is three years younger than the third
0: so you basically when liam was like six or seven like it was just carnage all the way down basically, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> pretty much so yeah. is that is rob's example amplified <laughs> by sort of three in that case
2: it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have three, oh uh, yeah, all three over times the place. The trouble. plus the baby who needs to nap and eat and everything. Yeah, so yeah. And it is, it's just exactly I went from being someone who was very punctual to someone who was okay to be late sometimes. <laughs> it was uh but it is, it's about again like timing, making allowing for that extra time. Yeah. Um and just I think for me one of the things that helped a lot was just we had a lot of routines. A lot of things happened in the same way every day, and they knew what was going to happen, what the schedule was, and that allowed for us to make our day a little bit more smooth sailing.
0: (laughs) Were you quite sort of particular for timing and schedule before you had your kids? Um, No. So it was all new?
2: It was pretty new, yeah. (laughs) I was pretty just, yeah, go with the flow and, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, no, with them, yeah, it had to be in order to get, yeah, Wow! Everyone in line and on track and happy.
0: Because yeah. I can imagine that's even, even more of a learning curve. You're dealing with being a parent, you're, and now you're dealing with having to sort of do a load more stuff and actually have a lot of discipline. Because we see a lot of adults that generally don't have a lot of discipline around timekeeping or schedules, not many in this building, but generally there are. And then you sort of bring in other lives that are depending on you, and the whole thing sort of has to change. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What's number one, Clarky, for you? Or number two on our list? Number, number one, two is on the timekeeping list. one is timekeeping. <laughs> I took um, a good one. <laughs> uh, you, you took the easy one. No, I think hey, ever
1: since obviously having Heidi and just seeing and understanding what parenting is, I think it's important that you take time to still do the things that you enjoy doing Yeah, as a parent, but while obviously making sure that your child is okay, obviously. Um, because I think... There's times where you just spend time indoors with your newborn or, or child, and it's the sole focus, but mentally, if you want to be a little bit sane, you have to kind of get out and, and still try and live a life, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And not just sort of be cooped up, and I think that's quite important. And the more I've gone through the problem years that i've gone through the process and the more i hear these sorts of things around health mental health and things like that i think that's quite huge so just stopping everything that you enjoy i think is obviously mentally challenging so in order to carry on and do that
0: i think it's super important do you think i don't know i mean this might be an interesting question but do you think like people that maybe don't do that start to almost incubate problems that are going to play out later on either with their relationship or with their child because of they've missed out on stuff. Yeah, I can see that happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think when they're young, it's probably, in the early stages, obviously quite hard. Obviously, the sole focus is just, you know. Keeping them alive. Keeping them alive, <laughs> making sure they're healthy. But then once, because they are in like quite a routine Early on anyway, or certainly it was with Heidi, you know, we knew when she was sleeping, she'd sleep pretty consistently and, and so on, and, and that might not be the same for everyone, but mm. at least we knew that we had three hours from here to here, and then by the evening we knew what time she was going down, so then obviously there was time to, time to do stuff then, so I think it allows you when the sort of in that six months to two years they're kind of in a routine and I haven't experienced the two years and above but I'm sure that just goes out the window. And then <laughs> What's he got? It's, it's all cool gas body. from seven yeah. till seven.
2: Can he have more freedom or less freedom in <laughs> the next two years? Often it changes yeah. <laughs> over time yeah as they go through different stages for sure um, but it is it's, there's a the balance of being a good role model so you want to be a good role model and make time for yourself but you also don't want To take time away from your children, there has to be that balance. Um, You have to take care of yourself and Mm. set a good example, but you also don't want to not spend enough time with your child or make it seem like it's a priority over.
0: Do you feel, therefore, that your sort of levels of fitness and the time that you've committed to fitness has been really sort of up and down? Yes, definitely. How do you deal deal with that? sort of mentally, because you might have a, if, if we play out a scenario, like you have a few months where you're able to train a lot yeah. and then either in your case, another child pops up or you get pregnant again, and then where you were at, because we're always thinking, oh, I used to be able to do this right. or I wish I could. So how did, how did you deal, because you've gone through, well, you've gone through childbirth four times. Yeah. So how did you deal with that?
2: Um, it was different with everyone. Um, you know, after Liam, I was able to go right back to the gym and, um, once I had Megan tried to, did not work out as well. So we ended up buying equipment for home because it was just easier for me to stay home, do it while they were napping or rather than take them both to the gym where they had daycare. Um, and then as the, children, the number of children grew and everything, it turned into getting a jogging stroller and some of them are riding their bikes yeah, so we could go for a run all the kids cycled or, and then I still had my stuff at home. So it always changes and um, yeah, you just have to, it's hard. It can be hard, especially if you're someone who is normally very active and fit to go from that to not being able to commit the time to it. It can be mentally challenging, but you just have to keep telling yourself, you know, there will be a time when I can get back to that. (laughs) And just do the best you can with what you have and the time that you have. It's um, a lot of patience. Yeah, it does take,
0: yeah. You said patience. something there about you got some equipment at a home gym. Is that like you feel, I can, I can imagine that plays out as, right, this is the solution. But then when you get that sort of 20 minute on your own, yeah. you probably just want to sit down and go, <laughs> 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 just chill the fuck out, basically. Sometimes. There are some
2: <laughs> days where you have to do that. Like, you yeah. just have to. You have to say, you know, I need to just rest or I need to just have a quiet time Um, and even still today there are times where I I may have a time where I'm going to train but I'm really tired and I just need to say you know what not today it's going to be
0: tomorrow Tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) maybe tomorrow tomorrow. (laughs) so number one was the time number two is doing things for yourself Bonnie what's number three or number one on your list
2: Uh, number one on my list is make sure kids start with being active early so and with the most important thing being let them play yeah. as much as they can um outside inside climbing jumping yeah exploring the world around them and how to move through it um i think that is very very important as the foundation for everything that will come in the years ahead
0: yeah so is the couch a climbing frame in your house? Yes. Yeah, it has been yeah. since the start. Yes. I need to tell my parents this. <laughs> I was forbidden the whole time to climb on the couch. Handstands
2: on the couch, that's the best place that's to That's okay. It? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a pretty good one. It's, um, we were just talking before, Clucky. you've basically got a whole schoolyard in the, in the back of your <laughs> house. Yes. So you're fully yeah. embracing this point. Watch, uh,
1: yeah, no, and I guess, it's hard because, obviously, six months of the year, they can't really go outside here. So yeah. it's, it's trying to find a balance. And, obviously, we both work full-time. My wife doesn't really say I work full-time, but she works full-time, and I'm <laughs> kind of in and out. But, you know, having... Obviously, we have help at home, and just having the ability for Heidi to just to go out and do stuff is, I think, is super good It's yeah. super important. And, you know, just watching her grow from a personal experience has been quite incredible how quickly they pick up things and what they can do and... Stuff like that. It's yeah, it's, it's amazing to watch actually.
0: Roberto, your backyard can't fit any more children's it's activity it's items. It, can it? <laughs> <laughs> Constantly picking different bits up from yeah. different people, so you're embracing this as well.
4: Yeah,
3: I I spend a lot of time on the trampoline at the minute. Yeah. So I mean, uh, by your choice or by <laughs> Hannah's. By Hannah's, hundred okay. percent. She won't go on her own, so we have to go on the trampoline with her. Yeah. Um, I suppose are we for an everyday person that is a parent and they're looking to try and keep or maintain or start fitness? I suppose. Mm. they are we on my point two? I'm going to roll into point two.
0: Sorry, we can move into your point two. You. You're a good podcast host. Creativity to the Run Strong podcast. is what
3: I was going to go for. for point two. Right. So be creative and efficient with your time so uh, like bonnie said you know she has a, a running stroller and we have a running stroller as well so yeah in, if we have to go to the shops instead of hopping in the car we'll walk with hannah to the shops or we'll run to the shops yeah and so you're getting those micro fitness sessions in or those micro workouts in whereas you may not have a 60 minute block you're splitting it into 10 minute chunks or whatever it might be trampoline is a form of Fitness,
0: I suppose. Oh my god! So you you put your uh, watch on when you jump on the (laughs) track.
4: (laughs) Check my Strava.
3: (laughs) Check my Strava. Strava. You will see all sorts of cool stuff in there. Um, No, but I mean, if you combine the amount of time that you're playing with your son or daughter, you're walking to the shops, you're running somewhere, you're tidying up. That's all. That all counts. I think,
0: Bonnie, you're pretty creative with getting the kids here to enjoy working out I, I know often when we give them a barbell or dumbbells they don't want to do it what ha, where do you get that creativity from like sometimes I come into the class and like there's all sorts of stuff going on I'm like what, what actually even like but it's a fitness class so where yeah. do you get that creativity from
2: um I think part of it's experience with children yeah um and I just enjoy what I do and I want to make them enjoy it too because yeah, that's one of my points is it has to be fun. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is, if it's playing outside, it's a preferred activity. If it's a sport, it should be one that they come away from happy um, where they have enjoyed themselves and felt good. And that's, yeah, when the kids come here, I want them to feel like they learned something, they mastered something, they've accomplished something. Um, and it's not the same as with an adult. You have to put a spin on it to make it fun or creative. Mm. Um, and I guess one little example, like with little, the little kids, we teach them, hang power, I teach them hang power cleans. What we call it dip, shrug, drop, stand. And it's teaching them the movement pattern. And then when I give them a PVC pipe and I say to them, here, now I want you to try it with this, they can do it. And they recognize, hey, my parents do this. And wow. that's, that's, that's the that's type of cool. thing. It's just little things like that Yeah. where can you teach them how to do something that they may already be familiar with but yeah. put a fun spin on it and then just see what happens from there.
0: Do you find that there are certain kids that are not that interested in the more creative stuff and want to go directly to, like if you take your example there of, of oh, a yeah. hand power clean from their parents, yeah. that they can't put, the two together. They've seen mom and dad working out in the big gym and they just want to do that. And you've got them doing all these fun games on the floor, which for half of your class are super fun. So how do we get those how do we bridge that gap?
2: So I think yeah, there are definitely some kids who are do are not as interested in fun. (laughs) Just want to get big, miss. But it isn't, I mean like even though um, you know, things are sometimes, you know, presented in a more fun way. There's always a challenge to every class. There's always something that they have to get through or a hard yeah. workout where it's a little bit competitive. And that's where those kids, you know, I think find themselves or where they can really push themselves and yeah. enjoy themselves.
0: Clarkie, what – how do you make it – how do you create different things for, for Heidi? Like, is there anything – that you've done that, because she's like, she seems to be into everything. Yeah, I think she creates the fun and I just follow.
4: <laughs> Especially
0: at the moment. She's
1: kind of found herself and obviously, yeah, we're lucky enough to have space and we have lots of stuff in the backyard and she just, again, they watch what you do. So I pick up a rugby ball, she knows the rugby ball. I pick up the skateboard, she wants to go skating and so on. So everything we kind of do, we just kind of, having the house she's either seen us do it or riding the bike and she wants to get on the back of the bike and so on and she has a lot of time with other kids in the area and stuff so they they create their own fun as well but yeah I'll be guilty and so I haven't really created a fun game that she probably hasn't thought of first (laughs) at this stage so but we'll get there
0: (laughs) let's move on then we've got uh, what do we have there active keep the kids active be creative have fun Let's keep moving. What else is on the list? Someone. I think, um, and I was a little
1: bit guilty of thinking about it when, when Heidi was really young. It's like, what can I get her into to mm. to make her better? But I don't actually think that's required. And I ask people, like, should, should she go swimming training when she's super young? Not from a safety perspective, but obviously you see lots of kids yeah. go to swimming because you want them to swim or they want to go here and do this. But really, you just spend a little bit of time with them in, in the swimming pool and in the backyard and, and do stuff like that. And they learn super quick. So save your money and just get out there with your kids and, and enjoy it as well as a part of, you know, It might be
0: up. a little bit against uh, getting any more kids into Bonnie's class, but I think... <laughs> From that a young age. That's a, that's a trend sometimes, isn't it? It's like, take my kids and deal with them. But you're only seeing some kids... If they come twice a week, so two hours in a whole week. And we need parents to be active with their kids almost That's daily.
2: Same. Yes, exactly.
0: Which, do it? not sure if we could talk about it like this, but no, I'll ask a question. Do you hear from kids that the time they're with you is some of the only time that they're active during the week and they, they feel sad about that?
2: Um... I ask that really politically sort of. (laughs) I do hear that from kids. That that is the only time they're active. I wouldn't say they say they're sad about it. But I think they recognize the difference between them and those, the kids that are more active. Wow. Just in their abilities and their What sort of age
0: do you think they start to recognize things like that, that they're not... As fit as another kid, or they can't do what another kid can do.
2: Um, I would say it's around nine. Oh wow! Or sometimes a little bit younger. It just (laughs) depends. I think if they're in organized sports, they might notice a little bit earlier. Like if they're not capable or performing the same as the others on the team, but at least what I see in class, I think that's around the age where I see them start noticing, especially mostly like that pre-teenage, they'll start yeah. seeing, they'll just start, rec- they'll recognize, you will see the, um, yeah, you'll see big differences in the kids who are active and not so active and then yeah. also, you can see that those that aren't are picking up on it. Little kids don't really, don't really They're attention. just there
0: for fun and games. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what do we think about sort of what I'd maybe call parental ideals, which, like parents that are super into coming to our gym, for example, they kind of force their kids into it rather than, I guess as a parent, it's probably nice when a child asks to go to something. Yes. What, what do we feel about sort of, I don't know, living vicariously through <laughs> our children. I'm not sure if... I could be getting in a lot of trouble for this, so it's good. <laughs> I see a lot. All at you. Uh, <laughs> sort of looking at each other. What should I say?
1: I think there's an element, as a parent, and I know I will try to do the same, is to try and push her into as many different things as possible, and then she'll figure out what she enjoys and what she doesn't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I read something the other day that you should always let your kids, if they want to quit, quit on a good day, not on a bad day. Because then they actually you know, sets a foundation of when things get hard, they're not quitting, but when they actually enjoy the day, if they still don't want to do it, then they probably don't actually want to be involved in that sport, which is fine. Yeah, but I think exposure and pushing them in to as many different things, and then they'll figure out what they What's do fun. and what they don't. I think it's the ones that, like you say, live vicariously through their, their parents, whether it doesn't matter what sport it is, I've seen it in a lot. Yeah. They just kind of push them in, and, and the kids, those kids, I don't, from personal experience, they don't actually get anything out of the sessions because they're so disengaged by it. Yeah, You're better off just pulling them out and trying something else in my personal opinion anyway. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's um, tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what you said I remember it from the, the CrossFit Kids seminar or whatever it's called, that weekend that you do to learn CrossFit Kids and they're like never, you don't ever need to write like how long a workout is you right. just stop it when everyone's having fun. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, That's just horrible. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, it is." But what it it does exactly what you said, yeah. mate. It's it sort of their last thoughts and feelings about that workout. Is yeah. so. Do you cheat the kids like that, Bonnie?
2: Uh, the little kids, yeah. yeah. Not the older
0: ones. <laughs> we um, won't call it cheating. Well, I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it depends on age. Like the little kids, yes. Yeah. I, I do. I will say I have the timer on my watch, and as soon as they start slowing down or you know, need a drink of water or, you know, stuff like that, then we stop. Um, And with the preteens, oftentimes, like, if we're doing – I might write the workout up, and then I will not say how long it's going to be until we get to it. Yeah. And it's based on the energy of the class, how they're feeling, um, and – it makes a difference like if I put up there 15 minutes and they're dragging that day Mm. they're not going to get much out of it they're just going to walk through it they're going to take five water breaks I would rather have them say hey let's go eight minutes and I want you to do the best you can and go as hard as you can um that's yeah with all the younger kids you do it, it does help to do that
0: do you think we can perhaps learn from that with adults and not for example write a lot on the board or more specifics on the board.
2: There you could, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's I mean, funny. One of those, I know we've talked about like how much time do you spend teaching? And yeah. I think sometimes it depends on the class. I mean, even I see with my teenagers, like they, if I were to say to them, if I were to play in a block on handstand push-ups, most of them would have zero interest. They wouldn't want to do it. And you know, I'm better off saying we're going to work on these skills like, mm. gymnastic skills, and then based on their engagement, decide which one I'm going to spend the most time on.
0: Right. It's interesting. Because when, uh, when we were just in Kenya, and from last year we learned it as well, like, those guys don't know. They just get told, you need to be here at 6 a.m. They have no clue what, what, session, what the session is going to be. They can almost figure it out because if they ran super hard the day before, they might not have to run super hard today, but they don't know how hard they're running and they don't know how long for. But they're there. Whereas,
1: yeah. It's similar for us not putting the
0: workout on the board uh, on the internet the day before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I then, I then come to it and I'm like, well, if I can give you the workout, and this is where I think the difference is between an adult and a child. It's like, I can explain to you this is what so, yeah. I want. And mm. there's probably a six out of 10 chance you'll get it. Whereas a kid might only have two out of chance getting it. Right. But it's still, I don't know. I even this morning I made the workout shorter for them. And they start <clears> complaining. <laughs> 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 it was 25 minutes and I'm like, cause I know the 5.30 guys, they wanna, they wanna be gone by 6.30 cause they have to yeah. get to school and this, that and the other. And we were gonna run over by like, Two minutes. So it was 25-minute workout, and I was like, so I took four minutes off it. Halfway through, they're like, but it's supposed to be 25. I'm like, two weeks ago, you complained like it's actually late. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's an interesting one for that. So based on that, how do you how do you plan a class for kids if there's so many different variables? If you're if you're now going to teach it based on their mood and all these different things, you must yeah. just literally have like this armful of <laughs> magic tricks. <laughs> okay, I'll deploy that one.
2: No, I mean it kind of goes back to being a parent. Like you have to just be able to roll with it and adjust things as you go. And there will be times where I'll have something that I've planned, and maybe that's it's just not going to go over that well, or it's not going to work, or we took too much time on something else, and yeah. I have to wipe scratch it. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's basically just trying to be flexible throughout the whole thing, but when I do play it, I have a certain thing in mind and yeah. I do, it depends on the age group too. I do allow for more time sometimes than I, I might need and then always have a finisher or something yeah. fun at the end in, yeah. in the back of my head. Um, but it is, and like with the little kids, oftentimes what we'll do is, uh, when I plan I'll have we'll have at least one section where I have two or three options and I let them vote. Because right. then they feel like they have they own it. they've made the decision and they yeah.
0: We've actually done that a couple of times in class. There's two workouts on the board and people can vote for it. Getting all where's Simon? we getting more <laughs> more <laughs> <ideas>. <laughs> Robert, what else is on the list? Let's keep moving
3: um well actually one i put down that kind of ties in with all that is be flexible yeah so if you plan something and it doesn't go to plan it's cool change it do something else just have some a backup ready to go um is that and be fine with it
0: so is that the same in taking care of kid admin as your workout yes i'd yeah. say like in terms of your
3: own training and in terms of what Maybe if you are coaching kids or you're planning fitness activities, it it works for everything. Yeah. Nothing will always
0: go to plan. So just be ready to change it. I think it's like we were saying earlier, if you do get strapped for time, then a 10-minute workout is better than no workout. Ideally, it would have been a 30-minute workout, but the fact that you don't have to work for 30 minutes is probably a bonus (laughs) as well.
3: You might find yourself doing press-ups in your kitchen whilst your kettle's boiling, and that's cool.
0: Really? If you got P., I've for done them. that.
3: Before. <laughs> I actually got a I got a more efficient kettle, so it didn't take as long to boil. <laughs> couldn't do fifty push-ups. It couldn't last ninety seconds.
0: <laughs> Clarky, background to you. What have you got?
1: Goodness, um, I guess i one of the biggest questions I've kind of been asking myself, and ones with the older kids might be, or older <clears throat> than my daughter anyway, is when when do things start? When should we be pushing them into? certain areas of, of fitness or is there no kind of plan Jeez. the no young yeah.
3: youngest age
1: yeah is it the youngest like yeah when are we when should we be putting our kids into sports fitness activities? when did you start
0: with your um, four
2: my kids all started some type of organized sport around four okay. four or five wow um whether you know t-ball or dance what's like t-ball
1: that's a made up table. thing
2: No it's not What's different table ball No,
1: no. Yeah, It's the easiest version Of baseball It it's sits baseball on a tee Oh on on it sits on a t- tee And uh, yeah. you just belt yeah. it Belt yeah. it Yeah yeah <laughs> Coach to coach
0: tomorrow That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good Oh wow yeah, it,
2: Or soccer Sorry Yeah, yeah Soccer um, Different Yeah I mean They were available So what we did Like you were saying Jamie um, When they were younger They just tried everything Yeah And I think um, over time they found something that they really enjoyed and kind of became their thing um, And but what you see with kids is when they have all the, this exposure to all these uh, different activities it carries on with them and they are they use it in the, their preferred sport they choose but then also they're more adaptable to others as they grow like that exposure is really important
0: yeah it's interesting. I remember when I was a kid, my dad just used to throw me into everything. And I don't know, when I look back on it now, I'm like, was that good? Was that bad? Would I do the same? Would I not do the same? You know, and then, and then go back to that point we were talking about. Is it through, was he just trying to give me what he hadn't? And I don't know. Did you get much pushback?
2: No. No. They just cracked on. Yeah, and I mean, we've always had the rule that, like, at least throughout the school year, they have to be involved in one physical activity. Right. They have to do something. Right. Um, Whether it's a sport, whether it's coming to class, they have to do something. Yeah. It's always been a rule. But it's their choice. They can pick whatever they want.
1: I think things just happen younger here for some reason. Mm. I don't know why or if it's – I haven't lived at home for a long time, but – Obviously, they have FS1, FS2 here, which is the super young grades. But you don't go to, sc- we don't have FS1, FS2 in New Zealand as a
3: yeah, it's a preschool. It's Same
0: in in the UK doesn't, pre- it. we don't have it's it, like
1: right? nursery, nursery it. It's like nursery, isn't it? yeah, So yeah. these kids from the age of three are going formalized. into like a full routine school yeah. program almost. Yeah, I don't know if sport comes with that in those organisations, but when I look around, it's like these kids are just almost mini adults, like from three. Yeah, from like they're, they're way get, too yeah. young.
0: What do we think well, about right. that? Like, I hear it from some of the kids that can't make it to class because they have so much other stuff going on, and it maybe kicks off their mate. Like, when they're three and four, they're actually in a big school system, and they're yeah. sort of at school, I don't know, half seven till God knows what time, and they're missing out on playtime. On play
2: yeah. <laughs> I know, we, in the U.S., we have, we have preschool, but it's... Yeah. Like, when they're yeah. three, it's two mornings a week, and when they're four, yeah. it's three mornings a week. So that was a big change coming here for us, mm. putting the Molly in five days a week, full day.
1: And I guess it's harder out here because people don't have their, their support networks or their family and stuff yeah. to look after. So I understand that, but it just seems to me that these kids are losing so, a lot of just sort of growing up life enjoyment yeah. <laughs> as opposed to being thrown in the deep end.
0: Straight so away. send them to school, these crazy schools, three days a week and keep them home two <laughs> days a week to play sports. Send them here the whole day. Climb trees, get hurt, now. do all the rest. yeah, yeah. I, don't know. Uh, I guess that's one thing that is a little or a lot different here is, is I think you alluded to it earlier, mate, is like playtime, just going out in the streets and playing and getting dirty and stuff like that, which doesn't happen as much here. Or at mm, all
1: <laughs> no nah, i guess it depends what community you live in as well some yeah. of the communities are quite well set up a little bit safer traffic wise and stuff like we're pretty lucky where we are they can kind of go down to the park with the rest of the kids similar age and run around but certainly for the most part of dubai I don't really see that happening like yeah. used to do cul-de-sacs and Cold the stuff. just yeah. stubbing your toes and falling over and Building, doing all the rest.
0: Yeah, BMX ramps on the yeah, on exactly. the street exactly. <laughs> Security wouldn't be
3: too happy with that around here. I no, think. mate, I'd tell you to get lost, probably,
1: <laughs> which is half the problem. So yeah, yeah, it's I guess from that aspect, it's just finding ways to keep your kids remembering that they're kids, yeah, for as long as they can before they actually have to start going to school. I guess is the, is the right term. <laughs>
0: Good, good. What else do we need to know? We're almost at 12. We've got about six. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> well, we've talked right. a lot around the subject. What other pointers can, can we give people? We've got time. We've got do things for you. We've got get your kids active, creativity, fun. Be careful of parental ideals. Remain flexible. Anything else? Everyone's got notes. They're so, <laughs> they're so official, these guys. <laughs> what else have you got there, Bonnie?
2: One is just making, like, different activities part of your family's routine. So whether it's, you know, we go for a walk after dinner or um, Sunday, Saturday mornings we all go to the pool. Yeah. Um, just making it part of your routine. Yeah. And not necessarily the organized sports, but just something active together or it's going for a hike on the weekend is really important in just setting up your child to know that this is, hey, this is part of life. This is what you do.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Mm. That's definitely something that I feel could be missing a lot in this country. Mm. Like in the UK, we go always after Sunday lunch for a walk. I remember when I was in boarding school, i would go to my friend's house and I had to go walking with their parents, you know, and that was just normal. But I don't see much of that here. They send them to the pool with the maid and then they misbehave. (laughs) I
1: mean, you do that well, Rob, with with Hannah and the mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. Probably takes a little bit more planning than just you going for a run. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: just Something that bugs me here is everything is expensive. So if That's you want to go to a soft play or a trampoline park, you're spending 100 dirhams. But mm. the beach is free. And mm. you can go and have a great day on the beach, just splashing in the water. Or you can go to the mountains, go for a hike, throw rocks into the rock pools or just climb rocks or whatever, climb the car, whatever you need to do. Um, So nothing, it doesn't have to always be expensive. There
0: are. Do you think that's like a potential problem as well, mate? Because you said it, like the beach is free. Yeah. Qudra is free. There's as much free stuff to do as there is paid stuff. However, like because parents are more happy to this might sound harsh but just to drop their kids off at soft play whilst yeah. they go and do something then the kids come to bonnie's class and then all the kids are talking about i went to soft play and the kid that went out to al-Qudra is a bit ostracized because he hasn't been to soft play
3: i think when you see kids at the beach having fun you're like yeah. this is what kids should be doing right. yeah like if you're like they're in their natural habitat <laughs> yeah like, soft play is cool but the amount of times i've been to a soft play and i'm the only adult inside that is not a maid yeah. or a help. The parents sit in the coffee shop and have coffee and chat, and barely any of them are playing with their kids. So, what's the point in going?
0: <laughs> so the kids can play. The kids and can play. Can yeah, but then. <laughs> sit on Instagram for an hour and have a coffee. It bugs me. <laughs> yeah, that's tough.
3: But at the beach,
0: the parents will go to the beach
3: and you see more people playing with their kids. So maybe it's the different types of parents. I don't know.
2: Bonnie? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it is. Um, soft play is easy. Um, and. Getting outside and exploring, enjoying and exploring nature is more challenging. Yeah. Um, but it's overall, it's better. It's
1: better
0: for them.
2: Yeah.
1: I think it's the time and place for all those things, right? Yeah. As long as there's a good balance. Like, I'll be guilty of what I've sent from here. I'll send Heidi down with our, with our nanny to a soft play for an hour just to get her out of the house to, to do something different yeah. while both parents are at work or whatever. But is, I guess it's everything, right? You need to find that balance between activities and time with your kids and and not just be palming them off left right and center
0: Mm. yeah if you're spending a a lot of time with her doing these other things then Mm. to because those environments are obviously decent for kids learning as well because they they can play and they can learn and it goes back to other things we said it's quite fun can teach them creativity and and all of that but if you're only sending them to those things and not the beach or the sand and Kids love eating sand From what I've seen (laughs)
1: 100% It's funny Because you also see it Not just in those Soft play areas But it's on the sports fields Yeah And the kid will do Something well And they'll look over to Where the parents are sitting And the parent's not there Or the parent's Chatting To somebody else And It's quite funny to see The way the kids react Sometimes when they Go looking After doing something Super good
0: Disappointed
1: And their reaction to Oh And then they just kind of carry on. So from that, another point is obviously just when you're with them. Be engaged. Be engaged with it is obviously super key. Yeah. Because they notice. I mean, they notice everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, literally everything. You've sort of almost directed it to that. How do we deal with the tech phones around them? Because they notice that for sure. It's tough, I'm the worst sometimes. And I'll be taking a video of her, but she'll say, put
1: the phone down, Dad. Like, they know. They know that when it's meant to be time, I do just say, Dad, put the phone down, put the phone down. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, phones, calls coming in, messages, whatever. But it's just like, yeah, they. it's unreal how much they notice. So how to balance it? My at the beach is pretty easy. <laughs> but yeah, I think generally we're... I'm definitely guilty of it, and I'm sure most people are just putting it, putting it away, I guess, is the easiest yeah. thing.
0: Specific times, kid the, time.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Break it down. If you're with your kid, then it needs to be kids' time.
0: Finish know. it up. Any other points? What have we got? One well, he has got like three pages of <laughs> notes. Rob Jones has got loads of notes that he clearly can't read. Yeah. <laughs> Clark, he's come freestyle. <laughs> Anything we haven't covered, guys? No. I might. Done. Bonnie, <laughs> you've got something. Come on.
2: <laughs> no. Most of mine are all tied into things that we've already said. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. Overall, you just need to be positive with whatever they choose to be yeah. happy with in terms of chosen activity. Um,
0: yeah. I guess we've spoken quite a lot about taking care of kids and making sure they have a good time, making sure sport's important for them. Maybe we just wrap up with a couple of minutes and a few thoughts on, we've touched on it, on doing push-ups whilst the kettle's boiled. (laughs) (laughs) But sort of where we open, have we used our kids as an excuse not to work out? Mm -hmm. How have we made working out possible and how do we continue, because you all obviously continue to prioritise working out how, how do you make that happen? What would be, if someone said, I'm really struggling, I've got four kids, five kids. Kate Hogg's got five kids. I think she's record holder. I don't know anyone in the gym who's got more than five. Um, she gets here every day though, so hats off to her. But what's the advice for sort of parents? How do you, how do they make it work? How do they stay fit? How do they keep their health a priority? Or how do they not get mentally down about it as well if things are not going well
1: i think you have to separate the environments and the activities i'd know that if i go home <clears throat> and Heidi's awake there's no chance i'm going to be able to get anything in unless we go f- i went for a run or something like that outside and then i'm not actually spending time with her so right i think for me if i go home there's sort of nothing that can be done if she's awake so separating your workout time from your family time from your child time i think is is an easy way to manage it where you're not going to be disturbed or and then if something happens where you need to be at home then it's no stress Yeah, can't really do much about it
2: i'm kind of the opposite (laughs) um well similar but opposite uh i do try to set yeah, a time for myself every day where that's my training time. Um, some days it goes away, some days it does not. Um, but I try to do at least something. Yep. Um, and for me, it's easier to train at home because... Do you
0: lock the garage, though?
2: <laughs> so sometimes I do. So they know, they know. They know that They're if I'm there... They're older though, Yeah, as well. that yeah. I'm in there, that that's my time. They'll still come in or whatever. Yeah. But for me, like... With so much going on all the time, it's easier for me to be there than to have my phone ringing when I'm somewhere else or right. to have missed messages or yeah. stuff like that. I'd rather be there if they need me. I'd rather still be able to carry on maintaining my home while um, not taking away a bunch of time with going somewhere. Yeah. So um, for me, that's been the priority the main way that I've been able to do it. But that has only been the last few years. It was something I've figured out.
0: Yeah. It's a little bit of trial and error as yes. well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's changed too. Over time, like for many years, I was at the 8.30 class, you know, yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, you know, Kate does, said yeah. she that is her time during the day where she comes. And yeah. that's what you need to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to see like someone like Kate, she's, and the more... It's almost like over time, it's become more of a non-negotiable for her. She right. sort of gets here, and if she doesn't get here at half eight in the morning, she's here at midday to coach his carnage, and, yeah. you know, she seems really happy with it. Seems. <laughs> Robert? Um, Kettle push-ups. <laughs> I was going
3: to say, be realistic with your goals. Yeah. So something pre-kids that may have been a six-month goal might be a one-year goal after kids. Yeah. Um, where you may have worked out five times a week it might go down to three that's fine um have family support and be a ninja with your calendar so for me it's i do drop off three days a week so that heidi can come to the gym and then the other days i have the mornings so i can do runs um and sessions with our guys and it just you need to have your family and support network on board otherwise it just will unravel
0: I'm definitely checking Heidi's attendance but it's three times a week. <laughs> Just to make sure that she's uh, following her she side of the bargain. She has time then, three times a week, I should say, to I be able to some get days in. she's like, fuck this and <laughs> no, she's home while she all does. Out the house. The
3: car is gone though, that's all that I know.
4: <laughs>
0: she she's somewhere. The corner. Just Brilliant. somewhere. <laughs> there we go, Clarky, Bonnie, Rob. Thank you very much guys, that was cool. And hopefully folks, Some useful insights from these three experienced minds. If you want to give them a shout, do that. And if you want to jump in or put your kids in Bonnie's class, give us a shout as well. She will take care of them. She will make it fun. She will make it creative. And to be honest, sometimes I think she should open it up to adults because it (laughs) looks a lot more fun than what's going on on the other side. But guys, thank you very much. That was awesome. Thank you.
4: Thank Thank you. you.